We're back to the Neil Haley Show, and I'm excited to welcome my co-host, Paul Hollis, author of The Hollomancers. Paul, how are you? I know you're excited about our guest. We're going to talk about his third book in the series. People are just really talking about it, aren't they, Paul? They are. It's it's really a, a unique look at, at the Old West uh, from a, a, di- a different perspective, and and uh, it's all tied together with with a lot of history. So so we're excited to to, to hear about this third book here. So help all right. out, Frank. Yeah. So again, Frank Fiore's back on to talk about the case of the red ghost camel. And so the Jack the Ripper was growing up when you, as a kid, you were interested in learning about Jack the Ripper. Frank, was that something that intrigued you? Just basically how his he never got caught? No, not really. Like I said, I'm, I was looking for a different uh, take on a Western. And when I and I started th- when I heard that the uh, Jack the Ripper theory, one of them was that he came out west. And he's out there. They escaped. And I said, hey, that would make an interesting idea. Jack the Ripper in the West. Now, who would go after him? Ah, Jonathan Smite to create some sort of a British gentleman sleuth. And he has a he has a he winds up with the Wild West and has to, has to deal with the, you know, the history that's going on there. Oh, well, it's, it's just always interesting to find out, especially when murderers end up in places that you don't find out about their case forever. So again, your books talk about Westerns, but it's mystery and also, I guess, a little bit of crime, right? A That's little correct. bit of crime adding that Jack the Ripper piece. So you're you're nailing all those different components. So let's talk about the case of the Red Ghost, Red Ghost Camel. Well, that one is really kind of based in history, not necessarily ghosts, but the, the idea of camels roaming around in the Southwest. Uh, the the uh, United States government, and this was uh, right before the war, decided that the camels, since there's dead, the Southwest desert, you know, where it was really good, and that the camels would work well there. So they imported a bunch of camels, and it turned out to be kind of a disaster. First of all, the ho- the horses wouldn't go near them. They were they're scared, they're scared and out of their wits. And also they found out that camels weren't really like horses or mules, that they were uh, communal. They loved to be in their group. They didn't want to be separated by the groups. Uh, they, if they didn't like what they were doing, they just sit down and stop, you know, <laughs> and they just didn't really work out so well. There's a movie, if you get the, get a chance to see it, called Humps, H-A-W-P-S. And though it's a comedy Western, it does have a lot of history behind it about the problems that they had with the camels. But anyway, what happened was that when the Civil War broke out, they needed to send a lot of troops out here in West, back East, you know, to, to fight the, to fight the rebels. And uh, and they didn't and they didn't need the camels anymore, so they released them. And as early as back, as late as in the 1960s, they were seeing camels out here in Arizona. They were spotted, so they're still. I don't know if there's any left yet, but uh, that's true. So the case of the uh, of the uh, red ghost camel is the myth that there was a camel running around uh, killing people. And camels could get pretty nasty. They would grab you, throw you up in the air, and stomp on you and stuff like that. And so you know, there's some truth to this thing. And the red ghost camel was uh, running around with the remains of a uh, of a cavalryman on its back, the skeleton and the shed shreds of clothing. And and they were out there killing people. Of course, Jonathan finds out about these brutal murders that the camel was doing and decides that maybe the Ripper may be involved in this somehow. So he comes out to do the investigation. And what he finds is really something that he didn't expect. And there's a great, there's a great uh, mystery 
And it's a great, it's a great action story. And we have to read the books to find out if, they, if Jack the Ripper was ever found, if it was Jack the Ripper who was involved in the case. And that's the big thing that you try to do, Frank, in these books is continue to get this mystery to continue. That's right. And we go through uh, uh, six, uh, six books and the first four will be out, like I said, soon. And then I'll be writing the other two. And you'll have to figure out, say, well, does he find Jack the Ripper in America in the last book? Hmm, that's, I don't know. We have to see. Well, that's, no, that's why we don't want to give that away. So, like, talking about uh, camels, did you choose camel? Is there something historically you liked about camels? No. <laughs> have you ever been around a camel? If they don't like you, they spit at you. <laughs> but they really are in the United States. Camels were in the United States. Never knew that. The United States Cavalry did have camels, and they tried to use them as uh, horses because they figured they'd be more enduring and things like that. But it just didn't work out that way. They just were not they were not suited for what the cavalry needed. So a red ghost camel is not a fun camel to find. I'm sorry. A red ghost camel is not a good camel to find, right? If you end no, up no, no, no. That that's part of the myth that that, that one of the camels that remained and uh, running around with a with a skeleton of a cavalryman riding on it. Nope, you don't want to run into that at all. And Jonathan Smythe, put him in that position again. There's going to be some. Is there a little comedy involved with Jonathan, especially being British guy in the Western? Uh, what's common? What comedy? Oh, com. Oh, yeah. There'll be some humor in it because there's the humor between him and uh, and and the uh, local you know locals that he meets. So there are some some satire and what have you in it. Well, and Frank, I'm you kind of have the satire too, Frank, regarding. New York being a New Yorker that now is in the West, right? <laughs> As I always wanted to be a Brooklyn Cowboy, so now I, I get moved out to Prescott, and here I am. <laughs> but that's kind of uh, um, fish out of water too. What you've kind of become, right? From yeah. a New Yorker born and raised to being in Prescott, Arizona. Yeah, no, born and, no, yeah, born and raised in Brooklyn. Lived in Arizona for many, many years. That in the, the Phoenix Valley. Just recently moving up to Prescott, and I saw how how well they uh, they really liked the western the western motif. And I said, "Gee, I'm going to reevaluate. I'm going to uh, uh, revise my uh, westerns and see if I can uh, get be known here as a local western writer." You know, so. you're definitely going to with the garb. Show everyone again what you even have the necklace, right? But that's more bolo tie. Yeah, the tie. And mm -hmm. and you have what the uh, the band on? Yeah, that keeps the shoulders up that way. That way, that they don't you know, the the, the uh, sleeves don't get involved uh, involved in uh, drawing your gun. Okay, and we'll see the gun again maybe in another episode. Appreciate it again. Available on Amazon very very soon. Stay tuned. We tell you when the launch is. Appreciate it, Frank. Thank you. Are you listening and watching the Neil Haley Show? And we'll be back in just a moment.